Welcome to Sisters Speak, the podcast of Gaia Sisterhood. The intention of Sisters Speak is to devote energy to holding space for women from all walks of life, to celebrate the seasons of the year, to honor the phases of the moon, to connect with the rhythms of the earth and the rhythms of our bodies, and integrate the magic and ritual of ceremony to heal ourselves and the planet Earth. Goddess Sisterhood honors the divine in every woman through creative workshops, new moon circles, women's retreats, goddess craft markets, and one-on-one healing sessions, and breathwork, energy healing, and shamanic journeys. I am your guide and Gaia Sisterhood founder, Jennifer Harvard. It is December 2020, and this is our first edition of Sisters Speak. Our production manager, Serena Wilson, will join us. In our first edition of Sisters Speak, we will discuss the meaning of Yule and ideas for ways we can connect with this special turn in the wheel of the year. Thank you so much for having me today, Jennifer. I'm really excited about our discussion here on Sisters Speak. It's great connecting with you, and I want to talk about Yule and hear about the history and ceremony associated with Yule. Before we talk about that, since this is our first podcast, I'd like to hear more about Gaia Sisterhood and how the sisterhood came to be. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me to do this and for sharing your time with me. Gaia Gaia Sisterhood came about really organically. It's not something that I dreamt about my whole life or even planned on creating. What it feels like is the culmination of everything that I have learned in my 52 years. But how it really came together was it came out of a need within myself for community. And I found this really awesome community of women about a decade ago. And I had been searching spiritually literally all of my adult life. And I'd been into body, mind, spirit, connection. I was a massage therapist and a healer. But I, I, I still didn't find, like, there were parts of Buddhism that I loved. There's parts of Hinduism because I was a yoga practitioner that I loved. I just didn't really find it. And in 12-step meetings that I went to also looking for that spiritual community, I found the religious aspects of that to, for me not to work. They're yeah. fine for other people. I think it's a great program. Again, about a decade ago, I met this woman that lived in my neighborhood and she asked me to join a women's circle. And the the woman that was her mentor was out of Michigan and she was a shamanic practitioner and she honored the divine feminine and she celebrated the wheel of the year. Once I joined that group, I knew that I was home. That was it for me. Nature is my religion. Mother Earth is the divine feminine. It just all made so much sense to me. The group was amazing. And then like things do, sometimes it dissolved after about five years. We tried to recreate it in different ways, different people within that group. And you just cannot recreate magic sometimes. So I had in my head for about a year and a half that living in Nashville, Tennessee, all my life, I knew all sorts of healers. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew musicians. I knew these deeply spiritual women in the community that had so much to offer. And so I got this idea that I wanted to create a retreat. I was going to do a full moon retreat. And I was going to ask some of these various women who had different gifts 
For me, my gift is creativity. It's very healing to me to work with my hands and to do all sorts of creative projects. And I teach creative workshops. So I knew that that was healing to me, but maybe to you it's yoga or it's meditation or it's drumming or it's, you know, there's so many different things. So I began to choose women in the community that I knew had gifts that I had worked with that I respected. And I put this retreat together. I'd never done anything like this. (laughs) And I really do feel like it was divinely inspired because I sat down, so I let it brew for a year and a half, then I finally started talking to some women about it. I sat down on my bed for 10 minutes and I wrote out a three-day itinerary with eight facilitators in 10 minutes. Normally, that's just not something that I could do with no experience. From there, you know, we had a three-day retreat. I never looked back. I continued with yearly retreats for a couple of years. And then this is where Gaia Sisterhood comes in. Mm-hmm. I realized that for me, it wasn't enough to just meet once a year and that there are each turn in the wheel of the year is significant. And there's so many rituals and ceremonies and creative workshops that we could do to honor these and to create community. So actually around three years ago this month, I put it all together under the name of Gaia Sisterhood. Wow. Well, And I remember when we were talking earlier, you said it kind of took a life of its own. So it really spoke to a lot of different women from different backgrounds because you brought in different ways for people to have access to this understanding of themselves with nature. And uh, so all these like minds came together and now you have regular meetings around the will of the year, around nature, and you do different tactile activity with your hands and your mind and your spirit and it really speaks to women and you know we're living through this similar experience so we have similar ways to understand reality so I think everyone has brought this together to make the community of Gaia Sisterhood. It really has had a mind of its own. I've been amazed and just honored to be able to hold community with the company of amazing women. Yeah. So it is, it's dark time of the year, it's getting close to Yule, the days are very short. And so tell me about the history of Yule. For those who may be listening, who may be like, I've heard of Yule, but what do they mean by that? Maybe you could tell us. I used to get a little confused, like what's Yule and what's the winter solstice? Mm -hmm. Well, they happen on the same day. The winter solstice is the actual astrological, the event that happens. So the summer solstice is the actual longest day and the shortest night. And the winter solstice is the shortest day and the longest night of the year. Yule, ancient societies, civilizations in Europe and um, Egypt, um, all over really celebrated this day of the solstice as the return of the sun. They would realize that even though things were dark and it looked like things were dead because everything's withered and dark and quiet, everything's actually asleep and it's gonna be reborn again. Many pagan people celebrate it as the goddess has given birth to the sun and Mm -hmm. the sun again. And there are many 
rituals and ceremonies that actually have their roots in paganism um, that Christianity has taken on, like the um, Christmas tree and the Yule log and the lights. Yeah. Uh, Christmas lights, you know, we're bringing that light into our our lives on these dark days. And we use the word pagan, but it's really the indigenous religion of Europe Mm -hmm. before the Romans came in and instituted Christianity. So really it it was widespread through a lot of our ancestors. Yeah, they did. They came in and when they converted everyone to Christianity, they took a lot of the pagan symbolism and a lot of their a lot of the things come from them. Yeah. And for me, I mean, just the symbolism in what's actually happening in the natural world. Things are sleeping right now, but things are starting to wake up under the surface. So even though it is dark, as the days go longer, you know, the wheel just turns. Nature is, is cyclical. Things always are beginning again. Symbolizes new beginnings for me. I think that's so meaningful, especially as we sort of talk about ritual and ceremonies, because as part of nature, we humans are part of nature. And, and like you said, things are reborn and come back and that can be symbolic as well. Yule and Yule ceremonies, what does that what does that mean for you and what does that look like in at Gaia Sisterhood? Well first of all, ceremony and ritual are so important to me because they make the mundane magical. They make things special and just spending time putting your heart and soul into something and taking that time for yourself is just it's beautiful work and it's important work and in fact one wonderful ceremony that has been around for a long time I was actually working on today and it is making a yule log you can get a log I actually had one by my fire pit in the backyard and so the bottom was flat already because it had been cut in half so get a log with a flat bottom bring it in I just used a glue gun and I glued three candles to the top of the log. So three taper candles. And then you can take evergreens. You can take holly, mistletoe. I added pine cones. I added cinnamon sticks. And you just decorate your Yule log. (laughs) Warning, it can be a fire hazard. For ritual use, don't leave it burning unattended. Right. It's a beautiful thing to light in honor of the return of the light. And then when the, the winter solstice is actually here, you can put the Yule log in your fire. And speaking of fire, that's another wonderful ceremony to have on Yule. Just if you have a fire in your fireplace, mm-hmm. light that fire. Or if you don't and you have a fire pit, then mm-hmm. start that fire in the fire pit. And if you don't have either of those things, then you can light a candle. And what you can do is just go to your kitchen cupboard. And if you have bay leaves that you might use in soup. I do. Yes. Um, they are magical and they represent abundance and good luck. So just take a marker and write your intentions for the year ahead. And then you'll write one intention on one bay leaf and then you can burn it over a candle. Just make sure you have something to, to drop it in. And then again, if you have a fire pit, you'll just put it in the fire pit and that releases those intentions into the universe for the year ahead. So for me, the solstice or Yule is, that is like my, my New Year's. So many people 
people celebrate New Year's, New Year's resolutions. Right. But for those of us who celebrate, who kind of walk in the natural world and with the cycles of nature, this is when we start with new intentions. I love how the senses are involved. So you can, you see this a magical fire and you can smell cinnamon or the bay leaf and yes. you feel the warmth of the fire. So it really is like connecting with nature. Yes. The natural elements and actually all of them represent, they all have magical qualities. They all have healing properties and that's a, a lot to get into for this, but you could look <laughs> up, you know, cinnamon and cinnamon's warming. Its natural properties are also good luck. Wow. Um, and then you can look up mistletoe and holly and all those. But so they each are picked with intention yeah. for this turn in the wheel of the year. So they're beautiful and they're intentional and just creates magic. Yeah. I think one thing I like about your approach and your work with Gaia is you can go all in with learning about each herb or you could just simply observe and set the intention and you know, be at whatever level that you're comfortable being. Yes, exactly. It can be so simple. And still get great benefits no matter wherever you are with it. I think exactly. It's really Good point. Thank you. So really think about nature as a source of healing and, and wisdom and gaining wisdom. What are some of the lessons of Yule? I know we, we kind of talked about that, but what, what does that mean for you? Yeah, rest and reflect. So the winter in general is a time, nature is doing it. It's a time to, to take some time to reevaluate what worked this past year, what didn't work, what can we let go of and rejuvenate so that we're ready, you know, when the days get longer and we become more and more out in the world, just as a tree you know, starts at a tiny sprout and grows and grows and grows. That's how we are every year. Just like nature, we need rest and we need to reevaluate and rejuvenate. It's really wonderful and it's been a rough year due to the global yeah, pandemic yeah. and maybe a little bit easier so normally for me anyway there during the holidays it's hard to find that balance because a lot of us are out we're celebrating we're going to parties yeah. we're, we're doing all that stuff and it's hard to go within and yeah. to find the balance to rest the holidays can be really hectic so <laughs> this actually may work in our favor this is Bring one thing <laughs> we get yeah. more rest just curious, how has this impacted meeting with sisters like ourselves here and Gaia Sisterhood and some of the activities? Are you all still able to meet? Yeah, so it's funny. I just looked back at my year. I mean, the year before was my biggest year. 2019 was just a huge year as far as events and everything. And, and I thought, well, we really slowed down this year. But then I, I, I started looking at old pictures and I realized that I'd still did eight events and we did them. We're not now we're using this time of rest cold outside. So what we did, I've had events 
via Zoom. I had a Beltane ceremony in May on Zoom. I do one-on-one -on -one sessions in Zoom, but the community of events we've been able to do outdoors. So the last one was the Day of the Dead, and that was on November 2nd, and that was kind of the last before the weather got too cold event that we could. We've been, we've been doing it. There are ways to be outdoors and social distance or be online. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about what you did on the Day of the Dead? I saw some pictures. I wasn't there, but I, it looked beautiful. Thank you. The Day yeah. of the Dead, I became fascinated with it a while ago. And I think for me, part of it is because um, it deals with honoring the ancestors. Uh -huh. We are celebrating those who came before us. The veil between the worlds is at its thinnest. Mm -hmm. So we can really connect with them and honor them and celebrate them. And they're still with us. They can help us on our journey. So the reason I was so enthused about it and have been for so long is I think because I was adopted and for a long time, I didn't know where I came from. So I just yeah. had this strong desire to connect. Sure. I didn't know who I was connecting with, but I had a strong desire to connect. And since then I have found my birth family. So it's not as mysterious as it was. But I also believe that you can heal your lineage. So you can heal, the Native Americans believe you can heal seven generations before you. Yeah. And seven generations after. Yeah. So if there's any trauma that's been going on, that's also like, who wouldn't want to heal that? And it's not... Yeah. It's a celebration too. We're celebrating those who have come before us. So there's mm -hmm. lots of the, the woman that I did the Day of the Dead with, she's Mexican Americans. She has that heritage if they really do that up. A huge holiday in Mexico. Yeah. She goes to Mexico a lot for that as well. So we've been doing that for three years together and it's just fun. And yeah, it was outdoors and we had a big fire and a lot of meditation and journey and celebration and that's great. That's really cool. Pictures of the ancestors. We had a huge altar and people brought pictures of the ancestors that they wanted to honor and it's just gorgeous to see everybody lit up. You know, it's beautiful. Oh, what a great way to celebrate that time of year. Definitely one of my favorites. So are there any events coming up that you have in the, in the next few months or so? So for the past five years, um, have had a midwinter retreat mm -hmm. and that's for Imbolc, mm -hmm. which is, it's the next turn in the wheel of the year after the solstice. So it's the time when the, the seeds that we plant at the winter solstice are just beginning to take shape. Yeah. It's been a really important 24-hour retreat for me. It doesn't look like we're going to be able to do an overnight retreat this year like we have for the past five years. So what I'm thinking is that there's going to be an online event. I'm still working out the details. So it, yeah. it hasn't been posted on the website yet. I have a couple of guest facilitators I'm talking with. So it'll probably be on Zoom. Mm -hmm. But I've found that we can still create magic even yeah. when we're not on Zoom. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. And there's a lot of other things. And so maybe I'm going to ask you to tell, tell us how to get to your website and tell us what we might find when we well, launch your website. You. Yes. Thanks. 
yes. Um, so Gaia Crafts is on there. I've been really busy. I've actually made Yule ritual kits and I sold out of them. And wow. then I'm trying to make some more. I have part of the work I do. I'm a breathwork coach. So you can sign up for breathwork sessions via Zoom right now. I work with the chakras and I've put chakra kits together. So you can buy chakra kits at Gaia Crafts as well. Also make jewelry. There's jewelry there. New Moon Circles. Hosted New Moon Circles for about five years. I took a break for these past three months and I'm planning on bringing them back in January via Zoom. So those will be on there as well. Jennifer, if our listeners would like to read more about Gaia Sisterhood or find your website, where would they go online? Right. The website is www.gaiasisterhood.org. You can find me on Instagram as well at Gaia.Sisterhood, as well as Facebook under Gaia Sisterhood. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And thank you. Thank you, Gaia Sisterhood community, for joining our first edition of Sisters Speak. Join us again soon as we continue to explore themes of healing and community as well. Blessed be. Blessed be.